It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go with the podcast. Al, what is in your ass? Oh, I, what? Nothing, Jerry. I have nothing in there. I don't put stuff in there. I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. Ever. Uh, but I made Eddie laugh. You did. You That's got a good a chuckle out of Eddie because he's like, oh, I've got something for the end of tomorrow's <laughs> show. I was, still, you know, at the end of the uh, broadcast, the Boomer and Geo broadcast, we take a, a like a two minute break and come back and say goodbye. Yep. And then Eddie plays something out of context from you and I. Yeah, I said to Dove, this one today about the uh, pumpkins, I feel like was five years ago. Yeah, we discussed that a long time ago, but. The people tell me that on the podcast, it's not included. Oh, really? On the show podcast, because yeah, it's such a tiny segment that they oh, don't even throw it in there. How about that? So they're missing out on the... So you got to listen to right at 10 o'clock every day in order to hear the inappropriate thing that you and I say, because it's taken out of context. It is and out of context. Eddie always uh, brings it up. And it's always out of left field. You're correct. Although today it was worked. He talked about the pumpkins yeah. that look like they have VD. Right. Someone um, in my neighborhood has a pumpkin like that, proudly displayed on their porch. A pumpkin wall. Does he have VD? Uh, the pumpkin or the, the guy? No, the guy. Does, uh, not I. Who knows? We're told one in four people have VD, and yet no that one. There's ever, a lot of people running around here with it. Correct. Everyone claims not to have VD, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. There must be pockets where people, several people, yeah, have it. That's what I thought. It makes up the statistics. Yeah, because like there was a story a number of years ago that Baltimore. The city of Baltimore was the leading um, city for syphilis. So my guess there was like three out of four people probably had syphilis. And then they're they're scroll, throwing off the uh, statistics. Yes, they're skewed. They're skewed. So, yeah, you'll see pumpkins around today that look like they have VD. Uh, I'm not going to touch those pumpkins because I don't want VD. And I have a feeling I could catch it from the pumpkin. Hmm. Did you, when you were a kid, Jerry, and you were going trick-or-treating, did you ever... I'm a couple years older than you. How old are you now? You'll be 50. 49. I'll be 50 in March. Okay, so we're like five years apart. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was very popular to get the costumes that you would buy in the store that had the plastic mask. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that yeah. was held on by the rubber, by the band, rubber band. And then a plastic yeah. pull-up thing. You, Absolutely. You had that as well oh, yeah, yeah. in your age? Yes. That was like what we all dressed Everybody in. had Batman was yeah. the big one. Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. The first one I found uh, a photo of myself... Uh, was I've been in a Popeye the Sailor Man okay. plastic mask mm-hmm. thing. I don't know if they still make those. I think I actually think they do. I do think they make them. I love how cheesy they were. But now they become very um extravagant the costumes. Yeah. Some are. Oh but yeah, yes, now they, when you buy them. But they were cheesy, but it was also again, it was a time where money seemed to matter. <laughs> yes. You were like, well you're not gonna spend a lot of money on a right outfit that you're going to wear trick for or five hours right i mean it really was silly where we've gone i mean it's cool when you see these very elaborate costumes but for uh, an eight-year-old it's like what for what right you know i i did not wear those costumes very long i would say because the the danny white photo of me in the den that was halloween um i went very quickly to the cowboy uniform for for Halloween almost every year from like, I'd have to ask my mom, but I would say probably from like seven or eight years old until like 11 or 12 until I stopped going. I was not, I remember I had that Batman costume. I I don't remember six, maybe seven, the plastic Batman. Yes. But I went very quickly to the, um, the football, the cowboy uniform. Yeah. Did you have a helmet as well? You had the helmet, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't have a cowboy helmet until I was a little bit older. So, when I was a kid and I would go as a football player, a friend of mine had a Giants helmet, so I would have to wear a, you know, I was a Giants player. I was like Phil Sims, unfortunately. I don't know you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. I told what I had. I was like, uh. No, I'm kidding. I and then it. I went as a Mets player, I'm okay. sure. I, had a Mets I don't think hat. I ever did baseball. Yeah, the, the masks, the problem with those plastic ones where you were like the Batman and you had the plastic mask on it. The, the plastic, breathing? Yeah. And then at some point, you would discard the mask and you were just wearing the plastic mm-hmm. thing over your clothing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was... Somewhere along the way, someone thought, eh, just poke two holes where the nose likely goes. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're not fine. <laughs> Those kids will be breathing fine. It's awful. Just actually. a single rubber band around the back of your head. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Those are cool, but you're right. If you could do a costume where you, you're you using your own whatever clothes you normally have, which is like, I have a Cowboys jersey because I'm a Cowboy fan. The key was always trying to find pants that mm-hmm. would go with it. That is very but true. But you could always go gray sweatpants as a football player. I always thought, for me, the helmet made the uniform. Yeah. If you could put the helmet on and walk around. And I, one year, went around because I played football. I went around with the shoulder pads and everything on. That's the best way to do and it. And I remember that was probably when I was 11 or 12. That was that was fun. Maybe even both years. But I do yeah. remember at least one. I remember putting the shoulder pads on and stretching my jersey over it. That's the way to do it, Jerry. Yeah, it was good. Because then you really put the, put the uh, eye black on. I never did actually. Oh, uh, you got to go eye black. I don't think I did. If you want to be cool. I was also thinking, you know, it was very popular costume when I was a kid that I don't think you could do anymore. Bum. What is bum? You're Ass? A, no, you're a bum. Like, you're... A homeless oh. person. They would say I'm going as a bum or a hobo. Got it. But really where you're going as is a homeless person. A homeless person. Which you would never be able to get away with today. Yeah, I guess. I don't know about that. You think like your kid could show up, at, like a kid could show up at school as a bum? I don't know. My son went as a uh, sumo wrestler today. That's a cool one. It's a blow-up outfit. <laughs> That's looks, great. He looks enormous. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, I I don't know. That's a great question. Right. Could you go as a bum now? I, I don't think you can. So we're insulting the homeless, I guess? Well, you're kind of mocking the homeless by dressing yeah. like a homeless person. Okay, fair enough. I, I see what you're saying. But we used to, like, you rub dirt on your face. Yeah, that was, that was a costume. Ripped clothing. Yeah. Prisoners was a costume. Prisoners, yeah. You know, that was something, too. Well, the the, the I think the thing that originally started out as a hobo was like from back in like the twenties when people would hop the train. They mm-hmm. were homeless, but they were like, it was almost looked at like you were having an adventure in America. You didn't have a home, but you were going around the country, and they would have like the stick that had a bandana. The, yes, at the wrapped around the end, and crackers in it or something. Or, or your clo- <laughs> whatever clothing you had was in that. Yes, of course. So you would need that as part of your. I think it was in cartoons. Bum costume, right? It wasn't. It was like Abs- in Bugs Bunny. Absolutely. Yeah, but I don't think you could do that today. You're probably. You know what? You're probably, the way you discuss it. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably I didn't really think of it that way, but I got gotcha. you. And another thing that happens is just hot chicks just become strippers. The no, they become like the hot strip version of whatever the costume is. So like uh, like a, a girl will go as like we were watching Spanish television, Eddie and I, we have it on in the uh, control room and they were showing some of them were in Halloween costumes like sexy Snow White oh, where gotcha. she's got like big ample cleavage. Got it. You know, sexy police officer. Mm-hmm. Sexy nurse. Very I popular. guess Saturday night was probably the night for all that, right? Uh, probably. Yeah, because I don't know how many people, although, you, like you and I say, people could be going out all night long tonight. Yeah, I don't know on a Tuesday night if it's a big Halloween party night, but I would have thought Saturday night right before Halloween would make sense. Oh, and check this out. Tonight in New York City, right around where we scour for parking, it's a uh, Halloween parade. Oh, really? Yeah. Thought it'd be, what, 9 o'clock? 6 p.m. to 11. Oh, we're fine. But then those those people will scatter, Jerry. I don't think so. Into the bars. You know why? Because our driver, remember our driver was telling us last week, those bars are all closed at 3 o'clock now. Oh. So, I th- oh, actually, yeah. That one is open still. The one Which one? I don't know. I I feel like when I'm coming in at 4, there's a bar. Oh, yeah? Down where we, down by like that, the ear yeah. inn or whatever, whatever maybe bar that open. is. Yeah. Maybe we'll see a bunch of scantily clad women in oh, yeah. hot costumes tomorrow. That's when you're glad, Jerry, you have two boys. You don't have a daughter who's going to Would dress scare me to death. scantily clad yeah. at a Halloween party yeah. where everyone's drinking underage. And then what you just said is that, spot. listen, there are a lot of people that have mental issues. So yes. anything can happen to anybody anywhere. So I, I'm, I acknowledge that. But 
the alcohol is the thing that really would make me, I, it would give me so much anxiety if I had an 18 or a 19 or a 20, yeah. whatever, a 21-year-old daughter that was attractive and was going out and there's, there's God, these people do some really stupid things when alcohol is involved. Yes. And I would really feel, and again, it can happen to guys too. I'm not saying it can't. Oh, yeah. But you really, I would be so nervous, uh, you know, if I had a daughter of that age that was attractive on it. What it don't matter about some loser that drank too much trying to take advantage of them. That is like, man. Well, the other thing that I think the the male version of that is that they have drinks and they do something stupid to a girl where they think they had 100%. permission, didn't have permission, and then percent. And that's where you. I always say you hope that you raise. Your kids right, and you hope they make the right decisions, and you hope that they're not a holes. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's brutal. But either way, it's nerve wracking. It is nerve wracking. This would be probably the the weird child predators. This has got to be their kind of uh, day. Well, we children were always, knocking we were on your warned. door. Yeah, we were always warned about this. Yeah, growing up. Hundred percent. Did you ever have anybody in your neighborhood growing up whose house you avoided because you thought they were a creepster? No. Yeah, I didn't have that either. Mm-mm. I, we were always told though you don't you know, watch the vans and the and the weird looking cars and do especially not... now because everyone would be in a mask. You could be sure. I wouldn't see anything. Yeah, wouldn't see anybody. But it was always you don't accept anything from anybody. You know, and my parents used to. My mom used to go through the candy. Yes. You know that said. You watch enough of these stupid documentaries, God knows what, you know, you got to really be careful. Yeah, you're right, though. Our, uh, that's the parent's job. But, yeah, the kids spill the, the the uh, they still use pillowcases for bags? Yeah, yeah, sure. And then you would look in there and go, okay, this is garbage, going to the garbage. Garbage. Right, and this looks okay. Remember that year, which started many years ago, where people were putting, like, pins in Well, that's what I'm saying. Candy, like, kind of lunatic yeah people that have problems bad bad a-holes yeah criminals that's why i guess generally you like to stay in your neighborhood yeah i mean it still can happen but you feel a little bit better if you have a a little bit of a handle on where you are and who's around and you brought up a good point though what if you just are a guy that happens to have a work van today you're looked at like a creepster okay you got to leave your work van at home today. Yeah, potentially. You don't want to be driving around. You still got to go work. You don't want to be driving around in your work van. Well, that is what it is. I mean, there's nothing you can do about in it. In this sort of Just don't day be driving age, around kids. Jerry. When you were younger, Jerry, because I feel like this has completely disappeared, and that is Mischief Night. That is pretty much gone. Which was the night before Halloween. It would yeah. have been last night where kids would go out and cause a ruckus. They would... Uh, you know, harmless fun. They would throw toilet paper around your trees. Uh, they might throw eggs. They might put shaving cream on your windshield. Those were more harmless items. Soap your windshield. They right. used to do that. But then there was there was a year, very long time ago. I was, I only lived in this house till I was nine, so I had to be younger than nine. Where on mischief night, they they someone put. Uh, packets of sugar in my mom's gas tank oh no what does that do i don't know i guess it clogs up your gas tank you know back then the gas the gas tanks weren't locked no they were just you just had not locked anymore either they just have access to everybody's sure oh you're right yeah there was a period in the late 80s and 90s where they started putting them because people were siphoning the gas yes and there were locks on but that's gone you had to buy those they didn't come with your car I remember because my mother got one for her car after right. that. And I remember, yeah, every time you go get gas, you'd have to hand yeah. the the key. Did you ever deal with that when you were pumping the gas? Time. All you the did. time. Everyone had. And that was, that was the early 90s. And that's when a lot of cars, I had a car that had a lock on it. Now they just, they, they treat that release button in your car that just pops open the. I don't, no, I have never had a car where you had to release it. You just push the thing in and it opens. Oh, that's what I mean. They, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Because there are cars that you have to open the gas yeah. tank from inside. I've never had one of those. But those are, if somebody wants to get to your gas tank, they'll pry that right open, right? I the ones that just, 
release. I, I would think it would be easy enough to to break it. Yes, I was actually surprised that during the time when gas was like five something a gallon was getting up there, that there weren't more stories of people siphoning gas. Yeah, you're right. You're right because you're getting to a point where if it's costing fifty dollars to fill up, or yeah, big SUVs one hundred and thirty dollars to fill up. It becomes quite the commodity. Especially us parking in New York. I'm surprised every day I go out there and I have gas. Yeah. Someone didn't suck it out. You want to go get a hose and start sucking out the gasoline? Now, is that what you have to do to siphon gas? I I believe, yeah. You got to be careful you don't drink yeah. the gasoline. Mm-hmm. Right? That would be not good. Yeah, that would be not good. Unless they make little suckers. I don't know how it works. I don't yeah, know. I don't know how that... Right, I see what you're saying, where instead of me sucking in with my mouth, <laughs> you have like some sort of pump. That doesn't sound good either. <laughs> that didn't help. No, it did. I know. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Either way, it didn't work. So, why do you suppose Mischief Night sort of ended? Um, because we're in a non-bullying time of our lives. Bullying is being, which is a good thing. They, yeah. They, they're they haven't completely gotten it out of schools. It still happens, but it doesn't happen to the extent like when we grew up. You would watch Revenge of the Nerds. And we laughed at that movie. We laughed at the nerds. Absolutely. These stupid nerds. Now it's it's equality and it's, you know, you, no one's better than anyone else and you're trying to get bullying out of schools. So if you're going to get bullying out of schools, what would it say if you're bullying people in the neighborhood? <laughs> well, there, there'd be a, it's just one night. Let us bully. Yeah, no. It's Give a, the bullies one night. I don't, well, I don't remember ever doing that stuff. Yeah, I didn't do it either. But I remember the next morning going to school, I'd see some some evidence of, you know, you'd see some broken eggshells and things like that on right. the ground. But you're right. We're in a non-bullying era now, Jerry. We are. And I think that's basically why you don't see that anymore. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I am with you. Like, I don't even give it a thought anymore. Also, I bet uh, the ring doorbell cameras and the fact sure. that everybody has doorbell cameras now. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah, we get you bullies. That is true. I'm actually adding two more to my property, which I'm is that excited right? about. Yeah. You felt like you, there was parts of the property that weren't covered? You're yeah. getting every inch now? Yeah, no, there's a couple. I got, what do I have, four cameras right now? I want to yeah. add two more. So, yeah. Do you think I'm allowed to put up cameras around my complex? No, I don't. But I am an you owner. You own the complex. No. I own my little part. No, no. So I uh, can't set up a ring, like a, a no. whole system? You can't system. set up a perimeter. But all the other owners probably think, oh, the association set this up. Meanwhile, it's me. I can look at everybody. No, you can't. No. See what's going no. on. No. You can put your camera outside your door. That's what you can do. And outside your 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 little deck area, yeah. upstairs and down. But no, you can't start putting cameras all over the place. No. Hmm. I would rip those down so fast. That doesn't sound fair. Because it's not your place to do that. It's not my property. No, of course not. I love that there. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, Big Brother's always watching now. I, I don't mind. That. Right. The only people that mind are people that have stuff to hide. Correct. You're not doing anything wrong, Jerry. You don't care there's it's cameras true. everywhere. It's very true. You, you see what my easy pass bill is? Go ahead. I'm not going anywhere I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> right. I always thought that was funny, too. People be like, you want the government to know your easy pass? Why would they look at me? <laughs> what would they care about me for? The only person who needs to worry about their easy pass. Is or if, criminals. Or if a man or woman is running around on their spouse right. and they have access to your easy pass. For sure. If you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing, you don't. Here's the excuse. It's my freedom. Yeah. No, it's your lying sack of crap ass is what it is. Right. My freedom. Little by little, Jerry, they're taking all of our freedoms away. Oh, stop. Like my freedom to go out and about with my easy pass. Look around the world. We're still doing quite well here. Yeah. Plus, everyone carries a phone around anyway, which is tracking you. That is very true. Right. Right. This idea that they can't get you. No, no, they can. Yeah. At any time, they can. And I like they can because now we do catch criminals with the cameras in like a Home Depot or outside the building. For sure. Where your phone pings off of towers, where your easy pass uh, 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 chimed or whatever the hell it is. So if you find, so the moral of the story is if you come across a guy and you become a friends with him or a gal, yeah, that has a track phone <laughs> with no monthly plan, yeah. um, that uses all cash, <laughs> beware. Very suspicious. Yes, right. That's much. the other one. No credit cards. Right. Using all cash, paying in cash. That's why I'm always suspicious of a business that only takes cash. Yeah, I don't like that. Easy to hide it. Easy to Don't forget like it. it. 
You pay taxes just like the rest of us. They do. For the most part. Minimally. They pay what they have to. Right. What they have to show. You pay it all. That That's what I true. say, Jerry. Yeah. I will boycott a restaurant that doesn't have. Here's a boycott a restaurant. Cash only. No parking lot. The no out. parking lot's a big deal. The cash only thing. Eh, you don't care? No. Although uh, I don't I like... find it annoying. Yeah. But if I liked it, I would still go. Yeah, I actually started now not minding that they want to charge me like a a, a 3% fee. A for, convenience fee? Yeah, because even on a $100 bill, it's only $3. Yes, but it's still $3 for nothing. Just add it to a goddamn meal. <laughs> Honestly. Right. I'd rather you raise your prices. It sounds so silly. I'd rather you raise your prices, though, than add some nonsensical fee. Right. Even though they're... Like, as someone who accepts credit cards, you know, and even Venmo for business, the fees suck. They absolutely do. So, for instance, our fee for Cornhole was 240 a team. And I realized the fees for Venmo were $6. So I wasn't getting, we weren't getting 240 We were getting 234 and like 15 cents. So anytime we would do the projection over how much we're bringing in to what's going out, it was always less. And then it hit me. I'm like, well, if you got 50 teams, $5 per team, and you're losing $250 like that. So we raised the price this season to $250 to cover the fees to try and get the $240. So we're getting $243.80, I think. So there's a little bit of a surplus, which, as we have learned, covers there's always a team that doesn't pay. So now we have the $3 per team extra, which adds up to about $150. So when one team doesn't pay, which happens, and then they end up getting kicked out of the league, at least we can make up some of the money. But every season, there's one team that either only pays half, they give you a portion, they don't pay at all, and then they disappear. It sucks. Yeah. It's like that with everything. People have football pools. Yeah, it's hard. People don't pay. It's like it's week eight. You people still haven't yeah. paid yet. It's really tough tracking people down for money, especially for something like for what we do. You know, most of these teams have at, clearly they have two players because you have to have two, but most of them have three. So if it's let's say for math purposes, it's two forty. It's eighty bucks a person. The season's 10 weeks. You owe $8 every week. Give us $8 every week per person. Like, it doesn't matter. And I understand at the end when it's like, oh, we need the 250 Well, that's because you waited until the end. It's $8 for two hours of having a few drinks, throwing a couple of bags. Where else are you going to find that kind of deal? Right. And for it's one thing if you're having a hard time paying your electric bill. If you, Don't sign up for these events if you're... Can't, if it's too expensive for you, you can't afford to do it. Agreed. Agreed. But, Agreed. yeah, we're sitting here right now. I think there's like eight teams that haven't paid yet. Next week is week six. Like, come on. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Every season's like this, though. And they're good guys. They really are. The, it's always the one team that doesn't pay that's always like, you son of a... <laughs> Should have known. Yeah. But, no, they they are good. Most of them, almost all of them always pay. It just it takes time. What kind of candy uh, you you giving out this Don't year? Have Don't have anything yet. I am golfing today, so I don't plan to be home until about 5.30. Kim and um, they're out at a Halloween party, so they won't be home. And then when I do get home at 6 o'clock, 5.30, I will sit in the back room with the lights off. Right. So you should put a sign out. Kids, I get up at 2 a.m. Kim, she she literally, yesterday, she's like, we had plans. She goes, I never even thought to buy anything because we weren't going to be home. She goes, so if you want to stop, I'm like, I'm going to play golf with Matthew. I'm good. like, that's fine. And when I get home, and last year, I remember after 5 o'clock, no one. I think the doorbell rang once, so whatever. Yeah, I think my neighborhood last year or the year before, they they had signs that you could put out on your door if you were interested in having people knock on your door. Right. Yours so, says, not interested, go away. Go away. <laughs> not home, not interested. <laughs> no, yours would say, I am home, not interested. <laughs> I just put a sign in front that says, just so you know, single guy lives alone, 54. Could be a creep. You don't know. <laughs> Put a picture so, of yourself. This is me. I live alone. <laughs> I'm bald with glasses. Do you really want to knock on this door? <laughs> Correct. As I'm watching my murder documentary. <laughs> oh, come in, kids. I've got a murder <laughs> documentary on. Help me solve the crime. <laughs> Such an idiot. All right, Jerry, let's do a warm-up show. So. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, you know, by the way, a pretty historic win for the Rangers, and the Nets did win. Uh, Danny Scazzeri, nice to see you. Happy Halloween to you, and across from me, his name is Al John Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. A historic win for New York Rangers? For the Rangers, what yes. Did they, do? they had never gone 5-for-5 five five on a road trip. They won last night in overtime, 5-0 and oh on the road trip, wow. and the Nets got their first win um, I know Marco didn't have time to add these things in, but uh, that was their first win. But Cam Thomas became just the second player to start. A, I'm sorry, the second youngest player to start a season with three straight 30 point games. Shaq, the only other one to do that. Well, a lot going on then last night. There Jerry. Was. We had hockey, we had baseball, we had and football. And no one cares about James Harden. Get the hell out. Who gives a crap? James Harden trade. Oh, you fat ass. Go to Los Angeles and go suck there and ruin their franchise. Why do no teams one cares? Keep. I don't him. know. It's I, weird, right? Al, I saw that trade when I woke up. Why? Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, it seems like it's like um, when women, like there's like a loser guy. And they keep going after him. Yeah. I Even though he screws you over in the end. And, and it's uh, not once. It's three teams yeah. now. Like he begged his way to Philadelphia to be with Daryl Morey. And within a year, he's calling Morey a liar and wants... I, I don't know. And and by the way, he might be able to score. He doesn't do anything else, and he ruins a locker room. So Correct. So good luck, Clippers. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I, I really thought that I, I – like, I understand if you're the 76ers, you don't want him on the roster, and for them to be able to get a first-round draft pick, they're going to get another first-round draft pick later. Good for them. That's fine. Hey, good for you. But if you're the Clippers, you just gave up draft picks for James – why? Uh, and in – a very good Western Conference. Are the Clippers any good? I well, who knows, right? I I I don't know. Here's who they're not. Okay, they're not the Nuggets. They're not the Mavericks. I think the Lakers are going to be really good this year. Like, there's a lot of good teams in the West. I don't, I don't, I don't, hmm. I don't get it. So you were surprised. It was really surprising. Would you say when you woke up and saw that? I'm surprised two things: how much the Clippers gave up to get them, and two, the amount of interest. This isn't James Harden when he was 25. Yeah. So whatever. Get out. We also, Jerry, on this Halloween morning, have the NFL draft deadline today. Uh, trade deadline. The draft deadline would be in uh, April or May, but the trade deadline. Trade is deadline, Jerry, yes, is four today. Four o'clock, I believe. Four o'clock. Mm. Um, so yesterday, there wasn't a lot of action, correct? I mean, Not really. I Leonard the, Williams. From the Giants is mm-hmm. going to the Seahawks. But uh, are you expecting a lot of action today? It's interesting. Um, I think I could see the Jets potentially trying to do something, but I don't expect anything. What I'm curious about is what the Giants do at Saquon Barkley. I know yeah, they I know they told him that he's going to be here, but I got to tell you, at 2-6, and six, they didn't get a long-term deal done this offseason. Why wouldn't you trade him for a draft pick or two? I, like, if you just got a second, was it a second and a five for Leonard Williams? I mean, I got to think a desperate team that's in the playoff race, 
you got to get at least that for Saquon Barkley, no? Yeah, I mean, I saw the Bills signed Leonard Fournette, who wasn't even playing. Yeah, I, I, I would. Ex- I actually will be surprised if four o'clock comes and goes and he's still on the team. I think the Giants got to move him. Do you think there'll be any other? Do you think he, Saquon Barkley will be the biggest name? If he gets traded, if yes. If he gets traded. If he gets traded, yes. Will there be another big name that gets moved? I Perhaps. I, I don't know who that would be. Do you think Devontae Adams will get moved? Well, the after Raiders, after yeah. last night? Yeah, so the Raiders last night lost to the Detroit Lions by a score of 26-14. But as I was reading many articles, Jerry, they all said it was the score made it look like it was closer, closer. than it was. Yeah, it looked like the from what I read, and I didn't watch this game, I saw um, the first couple of series, and that was it. From what I read, it seems like they kind of toyed with them. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo really overthrew a wide-open Devontae Adams, yeah. to which he went to the sideline, sat down, and slammed his helmet Well, remember to this. The ground. So was it two or three weeks ago that Adams pretty much went off about wanting to be more involved and that uh, not getting enough balls his way? And I think it was him. Wasn't it Devontae Adams we played the clip where he's like, I'm about numbers? <laughs> Remember, he he's said a numbers guy. Something like that, where he's like, I got to get my stats or something like that. He wasn't about winning, I think is what he said. Um, so they they got a little bit of an issue there right now. And remember, he went there to play with Derek Carr. Now he's stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo, who pretty much didn't look so good last night. And I not. think they only had 150 yards of offense total. So that's a good that's a good name to keep an eye on today. So Devontae, Devontae Adams had one catch for 11 yards. Yeah. And he's horribly frustrated. And it was wide open on that pass that Jimmy Garoppolo overthrew him. I have seen some Cowboy reporters that have put, you know, hey, Cowboys, pay attention, and then Devontae Adams' name. I, who knows? I, I don't know. I, what do you give up for him? That's the problem. I don't know what the – you don't know what you're getting. Like, is he a guy that's going to come in and wants to win, or does he just want 10 receptions a game for 120 yards and he's happy? I don't know. Well, even like you, when you brought up Saquon Barkley and you go, why wouldn't they trade him? Because you get a draft pick, but like these draft picks, how many of them don't work out to, to anything? So why wouldn't you keep Saquon Barkley if you well, know what he is already? So I don't disagree with you, and I'm I'm usually the type that doesn't like to get rid of good talent. My problem with the Barkley thing is I don't know that he will be here. He doesn't have a contract. They're not going to pay him. You're going to franchise him one more time? I guess you could do that. Um, and then you're right. You get a, If you got a second and a – let's say you got a two and a three. A, two, a one and a two and a two and a three. Uh, let's say you got a two and a three for Saquon Barkley. And I don't know what the value is. I'm just throwing that out there. Do either of those picks turn out to be anything close to what he is? Probably not. You're probably right about that. But I also look at two and six. They're not a good football team. They just traded Leonard Williams. I think you've got to start rebuilding this team, and when they are good again next year, year after, I don't know that he'll be or he would be around anyway. Yeah, so I that would be saying. that would be the answer. Now, I did see Rob Sala said he'd like some uh, reinforcements on that offensive line. Well, so would everybody, but uh, yet yeah, no one's available. No, <laughs> if you have a really good offensive lineman, yeah. unless you have a contract issue with that guy, why would you ever give him up? I don't know. I don't think you would. I guess not. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. You got to. My offensive line, I feel like, is – you know how we always talk about um, baseball teams and relief pitchers? Yes. Just keep signing guys, and eventually you find guys that, that work, and some years they're good. So that's what I feel like offensive linemen have become in the NFL. Just keep throwing combinations out there, and eventually you'll hit with one. You know, I, it's it's difficult. So if you got a good one, why in the hell would you ever give it up? And late in the show yesterday, Jerry, we got word that Daniel Jones looked like looks like he's going to be playing this week against the Raiders. Uh, I did see that. Uh, what's his name? What's his uh, face, Jerry? Uh, what's Tyrod his face? Taylor. Yes, he was released from the hospital. Yes, happy to see that. And then they go, "Oh, he's week to week." The guy was. So you're telling me the guy was in the hospital and it could potentially play on Sunday? Well, I don't think no. he would be playing this Sunday. Well, he said week to week. I, I know that, but I cannot imagine on any level that he is ready to play on Sunday. I would think with whatever he had, it was a rib injury. I don't know that he would be active for a couple of weeks. you got to give it time. Yeah, the other uh, two and actually three weeks ago today, Boomer cracked my rib. How are you feeling? Uh, just just uh, this past Friday, I was able to start doing push-ups again. Right. Takes a long time for your ribs to heal back yeah. again. That's why week to week doesn't mean he'll be ready this week. It right. just means they're probably not sure when he'll be ready. Could be 
next week, the week after, week to week. There's nothing you can really do for a rib injury. No. Right? It heals on itself. You have to let it go. That's weird how the body will just heal itself, right? Like how it I repairs did, itself? Yeah, I do nothing to it. It just repairs. Would it be rib cool? just repairs. You know, like when you cut yourself, it can be cool to have a camera on at a time lapse. Yes. To see the the wound close. Right. When you put like a neosporin on a cut mm-hmm. and then put a Band-Aid on it, and then the next day you peel it off, it's like almost healed. Mm-hmm. What the hell is in that? Well, that's also like when, and we've seen this before, when someone has taken a picture of themselves like every day for like 10 years and you see it and you put it in fast forward. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Even like a sunrise, all the NFL primetime games, they always do that, right? Sunday night football, when they're going to break, they'll show like downtown Denver and it's like in fast where it went from like sunny out to nighttime, all the cars whizzing by really fast. Very, or how about this one? I like this time lapse. When they change the arenas over from ice to hardwood. Oh, yeah. That's kind of or, that or, cool. or a stadium where they put the concert, you know, the concert materials. Oh, that's kind of cool, too. Yeah. I love the, what do they call that? Fast, uh, what do you, what were you calling it? Fast forward time lapse. Uh, the time lapse. Yes. Time lapse. Wow, I just said it. I couldn't think of the words. Yeah. I have no brain. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Yeah, no, me neither, man. Takes a toll after a while. It sure does, Jerry. Yeah. I did see this a stat. You know, yesterday we talked about how the Giants had negative nine yards passing and uh, almost beat the Jets. That the negative nine yards passing. Now, when I first read this first line, I mm-hmm. thought, wow, 100 in 100 years. This is what it says, Jerry. The Giants' negative nine yards passing was the lowest total in the NFL this century. I was like, wow. Right, so in 25 years. Uh, turned out it was um, in uh, 2000, so 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. The Browns had negative nine yards passing. They lost to the Jaguars 48-0. to zero. Oh, it wasn't 13-10 in overtime. No. <laughs> See, f- when you have negative nine yards passing, 48-0 to zero sounds like a score that I agree. should be at the end of the game. Absolutely. Not that you barely lost. Yes, 13-10 and should have won. <laughs> Not only barely lost, yeah. you blew it. <laughs> like you gave them the game. Right, and you had negative nine yeah. yards passing. Pretty much. Damn. Yeah. So not in 100 years, in the last 23 years. 23 years, it turns out. Yes, because this century is still ongoing. Yeah. Are you going trick-or-treating today, Jerry? I'm playing golf today. Oh. Okay, I'm not trick-or-treating. Will you dress as uh, your favorite golfer? <laughs> yes, I'm going to go as Payne Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if you dressed as Payne Stewart, people would know you were yeah. being Payne Stewart? Oh, yeah. He had a particular look? Yeah, Payne Stewart wore the knickers and the uh, and he wore the hat. Payne for his Stewart. untimely death, yes, right, he, Jerry. Payne Stewart had oh, a look. Oh yeah, you could definitely be Payne Stewart. Yeah. For, uh... I think there's a couple people you could be. You could be Tiger Woods mm-hmm. wearing the red Nike shirt on Sunday and the black and the pants. black pants. Yes, you could be Tiger and okay. the and the black Nike hat. I think people would would realize if you were walking around, especially if you were walking around with a golf club. Okay. You so I'm be, saying if you went on the golf course and you dressed as Tiger Woods on Halloween, people would know I, you well, were being Tiger Woods. I think Payne Stewart more than Tiger Woods. I think if you were red and black, people would just, oh, I'm going for the Tiger Woods look. But I don't think they would think you were dressed up like him on Halloween. But it would be curious that you dressed similar. The Payne Stewart look was pretty unique in the time of when he played. Um, so I think that's possible. Try to think if there's anybody. Probably not. Like they, they might be the only two. Could I dress as Chichi Rodriguez? He used to wear that cool hat. I and guess. then I would do that thing with the putter where I. Yeah, but you'd have to be walking around doing that constantly. <laughs> I would. I would hold up my end of the bargain. <laughs> what about this one, Jerry? I stuff a pillow in my shirt and I go as John Daly. You could do that. I'd have like a beer with me and or wear something. a Hooters hat. Yeah. You, yeah. People would probably know that. And if you walked around with a, a unlit cigarette out of your mouth, yeah. Yes, I think that would be a costume people would recognize as well. But other than that, you're right. Other These than golfers that, all look the same. Yeah, like I don't know that Rory McIlroy has a look. I don't know that, like Phil did, Phil Mickelson, but it was mostly because he swung lefty and he wore a black shirt. It wasn't anything crazy. And it would be, here would be the Mickelson. This would be the Mickelson um, outfit. Be a black shirt for Sunday and the KPMG hat. That was his sponsor forever until a couple of years ago when they they, they left them. Man, I wish we thought of this earlier. We could have all showed up today dressed as their favorite golfers. That would have been fun. I would have dressed as Payne Stewart. Yeah. That would have been kind of cool. I would have had to have gone and bought the pants and the socks and the hat. But I actually, I have a hat like that. I would have been Chi Chi Rodriguez. I'd have got the hat. 
and I had to walk around all day sliding that putter like it was a sword or whatever he used to do. I wonder at what point Eddie would try and grab the putter and hit you over the head with it. <laughs> you just knocked Chi-Chi Rodriguez out. <laughs> There's got to be someone else, though, that's got... Like, Jack Nicholas. I don't think, really had a distinct look. I don't think. I don't think Arnold Palmer did. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that might be it. Those might be the uh, the three guys. Daly, Woods, and uh, Payne Stewart. What would I even Google? Like, golfer looks... Uh... <sighs> No, because that'll just send well, me attractive you, golfers. What if you put in golfer golfer costume? Costume. Because then you might mm-hmm. actually get... I know the Mike McDaniel costume is a big deal right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody's going as like Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, which yeah. is stupid. Although I, I did see one that amused me. Gunnar Esaias in Boomer's Son. Mm-hmm. His... Little boy was dressed as Taylor, as I'm sorry, as Travis Kelsey. Okay, and the dog had a blonde wig on. And it was Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's pretty good, actually. What are you going to be? I'm, I'm not dressing up as anything. You have candy in your apartment. No, no one comes to my door. What if today they do? I'll hide. <laughs> like any other day. <laughs> I'm give this out is my costume. I'm playing a 50 year old man. <laughs> I'm going to want some candy. <laughs> I'm going to hand out healthy snacks, Jerry. Oh, that's going to be... Don't go there. He's got <laughs> kale chips. <laughs> I'm going to give out um, organic, oh, God. non-seed oil chips. Oh. <laughs> I have candy, and I would love to see some trick-or-treaters. <laughs> You're going to find those chips all over the streets in Bradley Beach. What is no this No one's going to want them. That are little bags of... There are people that give little bags of carrots out. Bags of carrots? Yeah, you never saw those? No. The, the little personal bags of carrots? You get like eight small little carrot sticks in them. Oh, so the person's not wrapping them. They come individually yeah, yeah, yeah. wrapped. Oh, yeah, you can I've buy seen them. those. I've buy seen them those. at Costco. Yeah. Your favorite place. Did you make the phone call to the uh, customer service? No, but someone did reach out to me. From uh, Costco. No. A, a guy who knows the guy who runs all Costcos. So I may have a contact. I <laughs> did a, We did a podcast yesterday where I described how I would, I could fix costco i can make it more user friendly you may have a contact now but you know what you really need a life (laughs) i will have a life jerry when i become uh when i become head of customer support at costco (laughs) no you need your own consulting company we talked about this yes what were you gonna call yourself efficiency what what was it efficiency expert Al Dukes, efficiency expert. You're going to deal with all delis, delis and Costco's. Yes. Any place that can't figure out how to run their lines, either when you enter the place mm-hmm. or when you're trying to leave the place. And we know one place you're not going to go to is Home Goods and Marshalls because they have it figured out. They've got out. it figured out. They've got it figured They've out. They've got one gigantic long line and they go, register four. <laughs> and you know to go to register four. So you're going to bring that model into Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So what's your big idea? Here's a photograph of home goods. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, unfortunately, in Costco, the line's going to go all the way around the building, but it's going to move. It will move. Or you could just have someone in charge and you give a job to somebody. Right. As or I told you, my place does. Personal scanners. Like they have a stop and shop. There you go. Wait, we just solved it. <laughs> no need no need to uh, register the LLC and spend no. all that money. Done. All right, we'll, just, we'll send them the segment. Quick break, 519. We're just getting started. It's a it's actually a very Tuesday's usually quiet. It's actually a very busy Tuesday. And Boomer and Geo will attack it at six on the fan. All right, the Eagles take us. Uh, that's a, it's uh, Tuesday morning. What is up? We got lots to do because uh, there was so much going on here. The World Series, the Monday Night Football game. You got the NFL trade deadline. The Rangers make it five for five. The Nets won. The Islanders, blah, blah, blah. Lots going on. I got a couple interesting NBA notes, Jerry, that don't oh. involve uh, James Harden trade. Uh, Monday night, Jerry, you'll know that the Utah Jazz were in Denver to play the Nuggets. I wouldn't know that, but you just um, told yeah, me. Yeah, I, I didn't know it either. And uh, their radio broadcast team, you know, travels, the Utah Jazz radio team, they travel to Denver to do the games. And uh, right when a tip-off was about to happen, if you tuned into the radio, they were not there. And uh, the broadcaster for the Jazz had to tweet out, uh, sorry, we couldn't start. Uh, Fans spilled a beer on our radio board. Oh, no. They missed the entire first quarter of that. sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Some not on purpose. The guy didn't purposely, but I guess they were so close to the stands, wherever the radio booth is, 
that the guy's beer fell on the wow. the radio board and fried it out. That you know, it's funny. That's the one thing that I always liked about and have liked about being courtside is that you are away from any type of mishaps happening. Yeah. And there are places I don't know where in Denver they are. There are places though uh, where you are right in the middle of the crowd. Like I think the gardens like that, where your broadcast area can be just like a row that they block off, but you get a fans like right behind you. Um, that, that sucks. Yeah. I never had that. You know, it's funny. You bring that up. I had, I used to do games with Ray Martell. It was, there was the semi pro league called the USBL. The Brooklyn Kings were a team and me and Ray did the games. What sport? Basketball. We went on a road trip with them to Florida. They play, they had three games in like four days or something or two games in three days, whatever. And this was on the internet, Al on the internet. And Literally mid first half, first quarter, second quarter, whatever it was, we go dead. And Ray, you know, Ray's nuts. He starts losing his mind. Well, I don't know what happened because he set up all the technical stuff. Someone kept knocking our Ethernet plug out. And so Ray figured it out, plugged it back in, and then we went out again. Finally, he went and found someone that had masking tape to cover it, but that wasn't beer. But that's, uh, and no one was listening to us. But that does suck when that happens. Yep. I wonder if the fan knows that he ruined the local broadcast for the Utah people, Jerry. Uh, he you probably know, does now. The Utah people love their basketball. Do Utah people love basketball? Yeah, I would say the Jazz, when they're good, do very well. Why don't we have more pro teams in Utah? That seems like a cool spot to have, like, an NFL team. Let's get a Utah team out there. Let's expand. Are they the only pro team, the Jazz? Yeah, Utah Jazz out there. They don't have a hockey team, nope. right? No NFL, no baseball. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's probably why they love their jazz. They're on the list for baseball expansion. Great. Boring. And I heard they're building a stadium. Tell them to Without get... getting the team? Mm-hmm. Or they they want to. <laughs> that seems aggressive. <laughs> tell them to get an, tell them to build an NFL stadium and put pressure on Roger Goodell to put a Utah team out no, there. No That'd more teams. Cool. No, no more, no more teams. You know, you're done with teams? It's enough. We, right. ha- we have enough teams. No more no, teams. No more teams. Uh, the NBA showed off new... Uh, basketball courts, Jerry, that they're going to be using for the in-season tournament. I didn't realize that begins already, like this week. Oh, it does. I think it begins. I was oh, watching. The, I was watching the net game last night, yeah. and I'm pretty sure they were promoing it that it starts Friday. The Nets play the Bulls. So in it's the in-season tournament. In-season tournament. They wanted something so that you knew, Jerry, when you tuned in, that the game looked different, and that this was in fact a tournament game and not a regular season game. So the entire court is going to be painted in your team's colors. Right. So, like, the Knicks court is going to be all orange. That's cool. And then uh, the center court logo will be the trophy. Okay. I was looking at all of them last night because that's the kind of time I had on my hands when this story (laughs) came out. They're kind of cool looking. I Yes, I haven't seen them, but the way you're describing it to me sounds kind of neat, actually. Yeah, it says, uh, let's see, the entire court will be painted with no wood showing. And the center court logo will be the trophy. I saw the Knicks one orange, Lakers one purple. The question I would have, and now I've got to get back into this because I remember we went over this in the summer when they um, released it. Yeah. And I think I was with Sal when we were doing this and we went over all the details. I don't remember the details of this. I need to do that by Friday. But my question would be, how do the players view this? Do they just show up and play basketball and whatever happens happens or are they really into it? I kind of feel like they're going to show up and play basketball. Whatever happens, happens. You might be right. I mean, there might be some that really want to win it. Whatever you again, I got to find, I got to figure it out again. But it'll be interesting. It'll be a different look, which I do think will be cool. If you know the way you're describing it, sounds kind of neat. It might just be like the players be like, "Why is the court orange today?" I could see some guys that don't know until they show up. Like, sure. What is this now? Yeah, well, it's possible. Ooh. I mean, a lot of these guys are so focused on the task at hand, the game they're playing that day, um, the scouting report. I could see they they could think, too, they've heard about it, but maybe they think it's months away. And all of a sudden, wait, wait, that's that's tonight? Like, I was surprised when I forgot that it was starting this soon. If I was an NBA player, I, Jerry, to me, no matter when I'm on the court, I'm winning. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? So it doesn't matter to me whether I'm playing in a tournament, if I'm playing in a regular season but that's game. that's not if, true. We play all these softball tournaments with Boomer. You just want to go home. If I'm playing in a pickup game. You don't care if we win or I not. play to win. It doesn't matter. No, you don't, though. You play to get home by 8 o'clock. That as well. Yeah. Ideally, 730. 
7.30 would yeah, be better because you'd like be to awesome. go to sleep earlier. <laughs> that is true. Jerry, are you familiar with uh, <laughs> former NBA player Joe Smith? Joe Smith. Oh, I was hoping you'd say yes. Joe, Let me just... tell you a little bit about Joe Smith, Jerry. No, Joe Smith, it sounds NBA. like a regular Joe Smith. Joe Let's Smith, see. Joe he Smith. played on the Lakers, Jerry. He's 48 years old, so he's been around. Oh, the, yeah, the, the, right. Kareem, Shaq, Kobe, <laughs> Joe Smith. Yes. Jerry, I Magic just, Johnson, Joe Smith. <laughs> Jerry, I just Wikipedia'd him. Yeah. His career history. He's been on 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. He switched teams 15 times. Wow. So he played from 95 to 2011. That's a long ass so career. A long time. He ever play here? Uh, hold on, Jerry. New York let me, or let me, Brooklyn mm-hmm. or New Jersey? He played for the New Jersey Nets in 2010. Joe Smith? Joe Smith. That's right, Jerry. Okay. Let me see what his most productive years were. Boy, he did not stick around for on teams <laughs> for a very long time. Anyway, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, Joe Smith yesterday, was. Uh, there was a video going around of him and his wife. His, uh, his wife used to be an adult actress. Okay. She's no longer. Okay. But he found out yesterday, and she took live reaction, that his wife... Has a OnlyFans page. What is she, she doing on that page? Well, she does naughty stuff, but not with another person, just herself. And he didn't know. He didn't know, and he's very upset. And she said that they need money, and he wasn't coming up with a plan, so she came up with a plan. But this, <laughs> when I first was reading the story and I saw there was a video of it, I was like, oh, this is going to be some lame setup. He was pissed. He was. It was legit. It was legit. And they said he made over $60 million in his career. Joe Smith. <laughs> yeah, you said before, Kobe, Shaq. Yes, Joe Smith. <laughs> He's made $61 million. Why do I remember this guy? It's such a bland name. I... When I Googled, when I saw the video, he did look familiar to me, Jerry. Okay. All right. He played for Maryland. Oh, Boomer would know him. <laughs> this guy looks familiar? No, he doesn't. <laughs> yes, he does, Jerry. No, he doesn't. He's tall. So to me, I went, basketball player. You're such an idiot. Joe Smith. But yeah, and his, uh, his wife is it's not a young wife. They they appear to be of similar ages. But Jerry, she's back on the OnlyFans thing. Wow. I don't know how these OnlyFans models make so much money. Because there's a million of them. How would you um, even know this woman was being an OnlyFans person? Apparently doing things to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jerry, that could be a career move for you. You just uh, I'm good. Do things to yourself. You don't even need to involve another person. You know, I'm good. I guess Joe Smith's point was like, why didn't you tell me about this? And why would you tell the world? Like, honestly. Yeah. And she was just like holding up her phone, videoing oh, it, and God. he was yelling in the background. I tell you, these phones. I, all these videos, all these phones, everything is for clicks. Now, in fairness to her, I'm sure she's got a lot more people watching her now today. Right. Oh, good point. So smart business, I suppose. That was a great business decision. Maybe it was fake. But my God. Nah, you know what? I'm reading every headline. Yeah. He there's not one headline I'm looking at that is claiming that this was a setup. Yeah. It is all how furious he is. I signed up. I'll let you know what it is. <laughs> to do your OnlyFans <laughs> no, page no. finally? I uh you want a thong? For Joe Smith's wife. Alan a black leather thong. <laughs> Whipping myself. Whack away! <laughs> whipping yourself. You're such a jerk. Yeah, just whipping myself, Jerry. <laughs> you whipping your right butt cheek. Yeah. So those, Jerry, are my NBA many people, notes. For real. Yes. If you put that out there. Vice, okay. Join me on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And you had a teaser video of you shirtless in a black leather thong whipping your right butt cheek. Yeah. I'm serious. How many people do you think would sign up? People would sign up so that they could grab the video and humiliate me on social media. <laughs> well, for I think free. you're doing that to yourself already if you put the video out there as a teaser video. Right, I couldn't put out a teaser because people would just post that to humiliate me. I'd have to tell you what it is, make you pay to get it, and then... What would be the number that you would take the humiliation for? <laughs> like, if I told you, I don't know, what do these things go for? Are those like a dollar a month? Is it $10 a month? Is it? Yeah, I guess they're all different things. All right, so let's say you set your price at $10 a month. If I told you 15,000 people would sign up. How much is that? 15,000 times $10? Yeah. It's 150000 a month. A month? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the leather whipping myself. <laughs> 
I found the number. Who's been a bad boy? I have. <laughs> That's a lot of cash, Jerry. Pay off that condo of mine real quick. <laughs> of course, I'd have to go into hiding after that. And your mom would not be happy. She with would not you. be not be thrilled. She would not be happy. No, she'd be like, "What is this now? OnlyFans?" Oh, I go, "Yes, funny. I'm in a leather pants, spanking myself." <laughs> but I'm got a lot of money now. But that's always the question about you know girls or guys who are strippers or OnlyFans. Model, I don't know what you call them, models, models. actors, performers, whatever. Only fans, what, models. What is the number that would get you to be incredibly provocative where yeah. you otherwise wouldn't be? Mm-hmm. So we learned for you it's 150000 a month. Yeah. You're in. That's a lot of money. That's oh $1.8 million a year. Oof. Yeah. I would retire after a year. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you probably could. You're single and you've got, a, I would think, a ton saved. So, yeah, that would make sense. I could uh Anyone could do it. You could uh, retire on $1.8 million. And if you had $1.8 million in the no, bank. After taxes, you're probably not. Not with a family. With kids that still have to go to college. These pesky families, Jerry. <laughs> As a single person, I agree with you. That is very true. Hmm. But I don't think with a family you could. But you'd be in a hell of a lot better shape. Well, then you do it instead of one year, two years. <laughs> now you're loaded. Right. After there's one humiliating video, yeah. what's the difference if there's a hundred of them? Exactly. Does not matter. All right, quick break. When we come back, we've got more to do. Then we'll get you to the top. Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, quarter to six. What is up? Good morning to you. Uh, we changed the clocks this weekend, I believe. Oh, is that right? I think so. I think we get some daylight back in the morning. Why? I don't know. But I do believe that's this week. But it means we get darker at night, yeah? So that means we get the extra sleep, correct? Saturday Fall night? Yes. Back. Yes. Oh, nice. We get an extra hour. We do. How about that? Of course, my dog would need to know about that, but it's well, probably not going to happen for me. It also means that uh, it's going to be dark at noon. Correct. Well, as soon as I get home, dark. God. Terrible. Jerry, it was 21 years ago that the great Herm Edwards, then the head coach of the New York Jets, Mm. told the media, you play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Tremendous rant. Where would you put that with the uh, playoffs? Jim Mora. I'm going to give you that. Herm Edwards, you play to win the games. Jim Mora, playoffs. Um. Dennis Green, they are who we thought they were. I like Mike Singletary. I want winners. <laughs> I want winners or Mike Gundy's. I'm a man. I'm four. The Mike Gundy one is the best one I've ever number seen. Number one, right? There's not even a question about okay, it. Okay, so that's number one. Like, I don't think anything's close. Yeah, that's so good. So I think you're Come fighting for. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm 40. And the fact that he's screaming at the person holding newspaper, grabs the news, the whole thing is outstanding. Yeah. Um, and 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 partly because he's defending his players, yeah. Like, and that's the, I think that's the, that's kind of a cool thing about that it. That is. Um, so you're fighting for second place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Herm one to me is good, but it's not like it's that. It wasn't that emotional. It, it is, and it's not. You know, um, boy, the Mike Singletary one is good. I, it is when he dropped his pants. <laughs> well, we've had some meltdowns. <laughs> we have had meltdowns. I would probably go Dennis Green. That's a great one. Yes. We let him off the hook. He was I remember watching that live. He was so angry. So he was the head coach of which team at that point? I think it was the Vikings, was it not? It was Vikings. I know I I or the Cardinals. Maybe it was the Cardinals. You know what? It might have been might have been Arizona now that you say that. Yeah. He was it was it was, it was the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. Okay. They were who we thought they were. I would go Gundy one, and then after that, I would go Dennis Green two. I would probably go boy Singletary or and what was the other? I know Herm. What was the other one? The other one was playoffs. That one's last. Last. That one's goofy and fun. Yeah. Um, but he repeats the same thing over and over. Yeah. I would Jim Morris fifth. I would have to flip a coin for Herm and for Singletary. I mean, Mike Singletary took his pants yeah, off that's in front good. of his players. And Herm was not like in a meltdown situation. They were no, they had a bad the record. Question. They were yeah. like two and five or something. And he said, We play to win the games. Correct. He's like, that's the great thing about sports. You play to win the games. Mm-hmm. 
And then he just says hello and then repeats it. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> you play to win the game. <laughs> so great. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I would say I that, that was that was 21 years ago, Jerry. 21 years ago. When was the Mike Singletary one? Mm, you know, I can get it for you. I think that's after that. Oh yeah, I believe so. Has Mike to Singletary uh, pants? Would you put in? <laughs> I, I would just put 2008. On. Okay, actually, that that was also October 30th, 2008. So You're yesterday. kidding me? Yeah. What's in the water on October 3rd? Well, today was October 31st. Yeah, so but, Herm... but I think the Herm one was yesterday as well. Oh, it wasn't today. Okay, yeah, got it. Magic, Jerry. Magic happens on October 30th. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe because I need time to gather these up. Yeah. Maybe at 8.30 we'll we'll get the best football rants. Hello. And I guarantee you there's more than those five we just picked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also loved the Herm one where he said, put your name on it. Yes. Like he didn't like anonymous sources. Yep. Be a man or a woman. I agree. Put your name on it. That's a big problem. In, in I know why it's done and I understand it but I hate it when I care about the topic I'm reading about and I yeah. don't know where it came from. Right. That annoyed, The whole anonymous source thing to me. Just put your name on it. That's all I say. Be a man or a woman. Put your name on it. That's the rock remix version. <laughs> yeah, there are some things you can't find the clean versions of. Correct. Unfortunately. And, and that I was think one of them. that is one. Mm-hmm. Yep. The NFL, Jerry, has sent a cease and desist letter. To who? To the Houston Cougars. For? For wearing Houston Oilers throwback colors. Why can't you do that? I don't know. They've put a scent of season. Do they have the Oilers logo? Nope. Then how they could have they possibly the exact win same that? colors of the Oilers? So and on their helmet, instead of the, the uh, what do you call that thing, Jerry, that the Houston Oilers have? The guy? What is it? Not uh, What is it called, Eddie? An oil derrick. Oil derrick. Instead, I... <laughs> they ju- it just says Cougars. But they've sent the cease and desist saying they don't have the rights to that color combination for a uniform. So they own the color combination? Evidently. Well, that's what they're claiming. Well, they're going to have to prove it then. They said they had already sent the letter first when they'd heard this is what they were going to do. And they, they, the Houston Cougars didn't pay attention to the letter. I wouldn't have either. They're colors. Played the game. And now they sent another one threatening a lawsuit. Well, that's fine. But you got to show the proof that you own a... Like, you can own a color combination? No, and in fact, the Houston Cougars said that the baby blue powdered, baby blue uniforms were part of the Houston Police Department for many years, and that they're honoring yeah, the I, police department as that's well. That's bizarre. Yeah. But the NFL, the greedy yeah. pigs. You greedy pigs. I, really. If you're not going to use the uniform, let someone else enjoy powder blue, but, red, but and you're, white. You're a behemoth. Why do you care? I've often thought sometimes, like, if I worked for the NFL, I'd probably sue, like, some of these little Pop Warner leagues that are using my logos. Oh, you'd fit right in with these greedy pigs. I'd be like, hmm, really? Really uh, a small town using the Arizona Cardinals Cardinal logo? Lawsuit. Shut you down. Such a dope. Send my lawyers right to them. Because my high school, Colonia Patriots, we used to we used the logo was uh, back then the New England Patriots logo was the guy... Hiking the ball. And Bob Crafts and the season desist order. <laughs> no, we were allowed to use it. I don't understand. You can use it because, well, because you're not profiting off it. I guess. But again, the University of Houston did not call themselves the Oilers. They no. didn't use the logo. Correct. I don't just put two colors together is what it is. Unless the NFL can prove that they registered or trademarked color. So you're telling me I can't use navy blue and gray? Correct. For anything? Jerry Jones will send you a cease and desist. I mean, give me a break. Well, I don't. it's not them. It'd be the, be the NFL. NFL, yeah. That is stupid. Mm-hmm. Really is stupid. I saw that uh, Josh Dobbs is getting benched in Arizona. Yeah, for Toon. Clune? <laughs> What's his name? Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. Like Who the hell is he? I have no idea. You know idea. what's going to happen? Kyler Murray's going to play. What did Josh Dobbs do so long wrong? I know they're not Oh, good. I don't know. Go one and seven. <laughs> Is that going to get you? If that gets you benched, Jerry, in the NFL, I don't know what is the right thing. And to think do. about this: the Cowboys hung forty on the Giants on the road, beat the Jets soundly, destroyed the Patriots, put up forty three on the Rams, and the freaking Cardinals beat them. Josh Dobbs, what the hell? What a stupid league, really. All right, mm-hmm. quick break. Whatever. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, we get you to Amy Lawrence and an Odyssey Sports Minute on one. I do have the audio of this at some point this morning. Dabo Sweeney. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. I've got a big fat one minute left. What else you got, Al? Jerry, I see that uh, Nick Sirianni, the Eagles head coach, had a talk to running back Kenneth Gainwell because at halftime. Yeah, this is not good. Halftime, Jerry, of the uh, Washington Philadelphia game, he was responding to a guy on Twitter who told him to hang on to the ball because he had fumbled in the second quarter. So for all of us that wonder what type of halftime adjustments are made at these NFL <laughs> games, here's what they are. Grab your phone and reply. <laughs> he replied to the guy, little boy, don't text me. <laughs> and Nick Sirianni said, they've got it all covered, though, Jerry. Don't worry. No one will be responding to tweets uh, and Instagram comments. They're 7-1. and one. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they could do whatever they If they were 1-7, they it would be a problem. Right. But then we'd be going, what is going on? They just keep winning games. Jerry, what's the biggest national story today? The Lions beating the Raiders. That's a great question. The Rangers beating the Diamondbacks or the James Harden trade. The James Harden trade to me is not a big story. You don't like that one? No. So that's um, third. Boy, and the Monday Night Football game is awesome. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.